Hi, welcome to 3Dog. My name is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat, and let's get started. Excellent to see y'all. We are beginning in any reclined pose you like with a strap nearby. So if you have a yoga belt or something that could act like one, go for it. If you got to go raid someone's tie collection, that's good. That's a, the first time I ever used anything like yoga strap. It was, I think it was like 1995. And the teacher uh, was wearing an entirely purple unitard. You know the ones? Some of you are old enough to know these. She came in with all of her husband's ties. She had that, like, you know, those, those hangers that are for like the tie collection. And she just like walked around and handed us all like these like really 70s looking ties. I had like a brown paisley tie. It was, it was, anyhow. So I gave everyone a, you know, visual meditation before we started class um, in case you needed that, like a little time warp. Um, Maybe a better idea would be to let your eyes fall gently closed. Let your eyes themselves look up toward your forehead. So not rolling the eyes by any means, but as if you're looking up toward the center of your forehead, just gently taking your attention there. And it's almost like we're setting the gaze at the, the very front of the brain, like we're watching a, a screen, right? we're watching a movie. And just noticing what you, know, you notice right? can be anything. Right? Giving your eyes that focal point to begin the process of focus. I, uh, this inward focus that we do in the yogasana practice. It's also a really common way to kind of focus for meditation and toward the center of the forehead, the brow center, the third eye, right? And a way of, kind of tapping into our own intuition, right? which may or may not actually be located there, but certainly is more there than in this world outside of us in the kind of movement of, of life around us right? to have our intuition speak to us we got to go inward right? and if closing your eyes or setting them here is not comfortable by all means at any time you open them you soften them right by the same token, if you find yourself kind of spaced out, eyes open, looking around, that kind of thing, right? it's just a tool that you can use to bring yourself back. One more just moment here where all you're doing is setting your gaze to the center of the forehead. There's an interesting fact about this area of the body. We don't have sensory perception here. So everything is uh, whatever we're noticing, extrasensory perception. 
from that. That you can go tell everyone that you did weird yoga about ESP and stuff today. Well, uh, you know, that'll be fun to talk about with people. Bring your arms in toward you, laying one hand to your heart, one hand to your navel center, and let your eyes just relax. Don't need to think about setting them anywhere, just soft. Let your mind now follow your breath, right? And as if you were watching it move in through your nose, down through your throat, to the spaces underneath your hands. Certainly the air is going to move through nose and throat and into lungs. And the expansion of your lungs is going to move the, the abdomen. There's no right or wrong way to do this or to feel this. And you may feel a lot under one hand and not so much the other. Totally fine at this point. You may want to start directing like deeper breath to feel it more. Cool, do that. You may feel your breath as a rise and fall forward and back in the body. You might want to start focusing on also bringing side to side and east to west component to that. So it's 360 degrees of breathing. Three more breaths here, just paying attention to the sensation, the sound, anything you notice as you are here watching your breath. And wherever you have your hands right now is great. Just let your fingertips begin to kind of move, to tap, just lightly. So not like tapping practice. We're not going to get into uh, into real percussive stuff. But just feel the light touch of your fingertips as they kind of move along. Just let your mind focus in on this sensation. Hands on heart, on belly. So we began with a practice that was really focused on bringing mind inward to itself and then mind down into the body and now awakening the body and, and feeling the kind of exterior of the body, the one that's going to kind of make the shapes of the yoga. We'll bring both hands up toward heart center and uh, fingertips on the sacrum and I'm sorry, on the sternum, mm -hmm. the sternum. <laughs> And this little tapping back and forth, this could become a little more percussive. This could become a little more like gorilla breath, as you can hear right here. If you want to take deep breath in and sigh it out, it's a good time to do that. And the fingertips can work along the body of the sternum. It's also really nice to bring them to the, the edges where the ribs or the, the cartilage of the ribs connects. And it's real light, a little 
stopping there to get some space right, to alleviate tension around these muscles right in front of the heart. And then we'll lay one hand over heart center and the other hand on top of it. Pause and feel the sensations in your hands. So the hands feeling the body, but then the hands feeling their own sensations. A breath in and a breath out. All those practices can be useful when we want to bring ourselves to ourselves. We want to calm some anxious feelings. One may have worked better for you than the others, or all three, three combined. Just little tools for your toolbox when you want to do some some practice out there in the in the world. When you're ready to do some practice here on this mat, and uh, bring your knees together, hug them into your chest. A little rock side to side across your low back. So feeling the sensation of your sacrum and hips on the floor. And then one knee in each hand. You'll bring the sacrum back to level and move the leg bones around. And then open your arms wide, your knees side to side in a really light belly twisting pose so that you start to feel what's going on in the low back. If you want this to be a little more intense, you are welcome to that intensity. Uh, but for those of you playing along at home, I promised the people in here, there'd be no ab sequence. So, uh, you know, it's just, Steady rhythm, letting the twists work on you. And roll this all the way over to the right. And you roll onto your right shoulder, you extend the arms out in front of you. So you're uh, getting ready for book opening pose. So we are in the closed book positioning. And just pause for a moment. Uh, you've got Shoulder stacked on top of shoulder and hip stacked on top of hip. We're going to do one, just open the book action. So take your left arm, open it across back to the other side of your mat. Let the left shoulder blade heavy and you feel it maybe touch the mat, maybe not. And then just check in with your hips. Be sure they're still stacked. If that causes undue stress in your sacral area, you don't need this, but if they kind of came off stacked, that's normal, that's natural. If you can keep them stacked during this uh, little flow, you'll get more of the rotational aspect. So on your exhale, back across into that closed book, shoulder stacks on top of shoulder, the hips are stacked, the hands are stacked. And then we inhale, open up again, bringing left shoulder blade heavy to the mat. The arm could be bent or straight, hip stacked as much as yours can. And then exhale, you close that again. We'll take two more of those. Open. And close. The next time open, stay there. And this will be just really nice. You're gonna let the left hip slowly slide 
until your hips are rocking back onto the mat. Pause here at center, just feel what you feel, like untwisting. And then over onto your left side. And the arms extend out in front. Knees are stacked, hips are stacked. Let's do one where we just open back up. And as you open the right arm, right, it's really the right shoulder, not so much the arm itself. And uh, the hip may have tried to come with you. One more thing to think about is you could think about pressing your knee over toward the sidewall to keep the hip stacked. And then when you feel like you've gotten that lined up for yourself, exhale back to the stacked arms. And then inhale, you'll open and keeping the hips as stacked as you can. This side may be a little different. That's totally cool. Honor that. Exhale, you close the book. Breathe in. And breathe out. I always love watching these. It looks like some kind of like coral reef with the uh, wave-like action. Bring this back across. We're going to stay this time. And then hips are stacked, but you'll just slowly let the right hip and lead you back in and pause at center. Knees in and soles of the feet to the mat. Now press them down. Lift your hips just lightly and uh, set them down in what really feels like level in the sacrum. Then notice, could you pick up your rib cage and slide it back, pick up your head and slide it back and feel more elongated, more free in your low back and your neck. If that helped, definitely stay with it. If uh, it was nothing, well, we tried. And if it didn't feel right, go back to how you were. And have a breath in. Then strap somewhere around you. You're going to catch the strap and right leg in the air. I'm going to catch hold of the foot. Few things we could do here. First one, if you want to give yourself a little soul massage, give yourself a, a soul foot massage, but you know, massaging your soul uh, doesn't seem like a, a bad idea. In fact, those of you who are music geeks, uh, there's a Beck song where he says he'll massage your soul. And um, actually, Beck kind of does massage your soul. But uh, the line before it, though, is I'll do your laundry. So um, if someone's going to volunteer to do your laundry and massage your soul, I think they win. Um, like, like, Beck, if you listen to this podcast, please call me. I don't know your first name or your last name or if that's your name at all, but call me. Uh, all right, here we go. We're going to take the, uh, the strap in both hands and slide your elbows to the floor, upper arm bones to the floor. And straighten out your right leg just as much as it will straighten with no knee pain right if there's knee pain we're not in the right place like we're not even the right zip code but if uh, if there's no knee pain straighten your leg press the foot into the strap and it does not matter how close you get your leg to your body right you're just going to keep the straight leg that being said as you're here and breathing and like you just want to start a rhythmic pattern of breath comb through your leg If you can slowly over time, bring the leg a little closer to you as it remains straight, do that. Just know that's not necessarily, uh, not the goal, right? 
goal is to feel the back of your leg fully lengthen up through the heel. Like how we lengthen the spine before we started. Uh, we just want to get the same thing with the leg. You want to take any of the, the bend that you can out and feel a stretch in the hamstring, the calf, wherever you might be experiencing this. It feels good and healthy and like it's across the, the majority of the muscle, not really uh, centered in a joint, not centered in a joint at all. If it's too intense, you ease up on the strap, but keep the leg straight. If it's just uh, not working at all, feel free to blow it off, of course. Otherwise, you're keeping an eye out because the, uh, the way that gravity works, the knee will start to bend if we're not paying some attention to it. Breath in. Breath out. That breath out, see if the strap will just allow you a little more. If uh, that's good for you, stay. And then keep everything as it is, but move the strap down toward your heel and the, the tails of the strap are gonna go behind your leg. When the tails of the strap go behind the leg, you're gonna hold it in your left hand. And then you're gonna use that to rotate heel in, toes out. And for most of us, that's gonna end up in a stretch for the outer right hip. And for some of us, we're gonna need a little more, so, uh, or want a little more, if you do. Bring the leg slightly across your body. Uh, right hand, right thumb to the right hip crease. You're just gonna get into the hip crease and pull it down toward the floor. Breath in and breath out. Another option is to continue to draw the strap toward your shoulder. So you bring the leg not only across, but upward toward the shoulder. And then I also promise no foot behind the head poses. So, you know, you can just stop there unless you, you feel a desire to, to like, you know, eat your toes or use your foot as a pillow. You know, slowly dissolve that, bring things back to center and strap back into two hands so that you can bring them in front of the shin. Now both straps in your right hand the right leg out to the side, take your left leg into butterfly or supta bhadakinasana. So left hand can come to left inner thigh. And here again, I'm going to work to straighten the right leg. It doesn't have to go far toward the floor. You don't need it to be any certain depth. Press inner ankle bone outward. So you're pressing it toward the sidewall, lengthening the inseam of your leg. Really good to have two more breaths here. Just comb through anything that's tense. Let's soften a little around the edges. And then to move out of this, we're gonna bend the right knee. Just taking the leg back uh, through what looks like frog, right? back to center and then strap off the foot, uh, take the strap off the foot, bring the soles of both feet to the floor again, 
in and just close your eyes, feel your two legs, the foot, right foot, the left shin, the right shin, left calf, right calf, left quadricep, right quadricep, left hamstrings, right hamstrings, left side of your sacrum and the right side of your sacrum, the left side of your waist and the right side of your waist, the left lung and the right lung, left shoulder blade and right shoulder blade, left side of your head, right side of your head. There's a good chance that everything up that line feels a little different from side to side, right? Because when we're concentrating on one side of the body so much, right? Things are going to enliven all along that side. Next inhale, take your left leg up and take the strap to your left foot. Give it a little love. And eventually, like, you, know, you just you just keep doing this eventually if you want to. Uh, <laughs> but when you when you're ready, you catch around the ball of the foot, pull it back toward you, press the heel toward the ceiling, and uh, you slide your hands down so that your elbows can rest on the floor. That way, you're not in some kind of tug of war with this leg. And breathe in and breathe out, and give it steady rhythm. Doesn't have to be ujjayi breath, the breath of vinyasa, but it could for sure. Let your mind tap into where you feel, what you feel. When we're, we're pretty tender in certain places, it's easy just to kind of say, oh, my whole leg, my whole hamstring, my whole hip. And that may be true. But you may also have more nuanced awareness than you're even aware of. You don't need to know the names of the muscles, their insertions and origins and all the, the anatomical stuff to feel the, the bands of the muscles that wrap around the hip, or the, uh, the bellies of the muscle, the tendons, the ligament, connections of the body. You may not exactly know where they all end and begin, but the more you practice, the more you can discern what's going on where, develop that, uh, that, that wisdom that already exists, right? Your mind has the map to your entire body. That's how it, how it gets everything that it needs to do done. But we don't always know that we know. Straighten the leg, just check in, see if gravity and, and time kind of got the knee a little soft. I was going to just check in, right? Even though you are 100% perfect, just 
checking in, check in on your perfection. Right. Sometimes, uh, you know, we just take a break from perfection, I think. You know, walk the uh, strap gently down towards your heel and take the uh, straps behind the calf. Pull the heel in towards center so the toes turn out, heels turned in. Straighten the leg as much as you can with that. Uh, this may be obvious, but not always. You may just, uh, to straighten the leg, have to bring the grip down a little bit. You do that, right? There's all kinds of infinite adjustments you can make uh, with how you're holding the strap to leave the leg in good position. Then leg may need to come a little across the body to feel what you feel, right? or to feel what you want to feel. Left thumb to left hip crease. Pull down a little out. So just giving yourself that assist. And for most of us, that's somewhat proving that the, the grounding of the pose, right? This is like the most important part of the stretch, not how far the leg comes across, but how well we, uh, we stay rooted. One more breath here. You might draw the leg up across the body toward the shoulder. And slowly we'll undo it, uh, bring leg back into its own lane and take the straps again in either hand in front of the shin. Catch the straps with the left hand, right leg out to the diagonal, or I'm sorry, to uh, Supta Bhattakonasana, butterfly. Left leg out to the side. So the reason we're using the butterfly leg here is to keep hips level. The right hand on the inside of the right thigh. It can give a little bit of uh, a stretch there, but also just helps keep the right hip down. And press out through the left heel. Press through the inner ankle bone to straighten the leg. Uh, we don't often consider our inner ankle bone. Um, to start doing yoga, and then you get fascinated with the, things like your ankle bones. Right. That inseam of the leg lengthening outward. And pull the edge of the foot back toward you. We'll get breath in, breath out. Then bend the knee, bring the leg into what's like a frog shape before you move it back in. That's just to keep whatever openness we got alive there. Bring the sole of the foot to the mat, both feet to the floor. Legs are parallel, you're just gonna do the same thing again. Do your little scan of left foot, right foot, left shin, right shin, left calves, right calves, left quads, right quads, left hamstrings, right hamstrings, left hip, right hip, left ribs, right ribs, Left arm bones, right arm bones. Left side of the face, right side of the face. Kind of interesting how quickly things change, right? Bring knees in, slowly give them a good hug, just make it like a hug. And nose to knees and knees to nose. Curl up, just gonna rock up and back around. 
to hands and knees. And from hands and knees, you can stay on uh, hands or come down to elbows and cat cow action here. Yeah. For some of us, we will really love it on the elbows. It'll give us more upper back mobility. And for some of us, it's just not the thing. So let's be sure you really are enjoying this back and forth. One more round. to neutral to flat back and sit your hips back to child's pose walk the arms out in front thumbs to touch if you can right out in front so the arms really kind of uh, they reach long and the shoulders will come up around the ears that's not wrong that's a uh, that's part of we don't need to be tight we don't need to be stuck uh, but the the shoulder blades have uh, elevated considerably there and breath in and breath out. One thing we want to feel if, if we're extending like this is that area between the shoulder blade and the arm, the, the lat muscles. Just breathe in, breathe out. You might press your hands firmly down into the floor, feel the activation there. And and next, exhale, you're just going to slowly bend the elbows um, out toward the sides and feel the shoulder blades slide away from neck. Even just play with walking your elbows out and out again until you feel like you've got really good space around your neck. Breath in. Breath out. And then Sliding your arms along your sides for more traditional child's pose, as long as that's all right with you. Feel the increase of space around the neck. Shoulder blades have moved even more down. We're not trying to push them down. They're just relaxed. But you've got even more space, right? And this is just kind of how it is. When our arms are overhead, the shoulder blades are going to rise up. When the arms are moving out to the side, the shoulders are pretty neutral. And then arms by our sides, arms reaching back. The shoulder blades come down. That's right. The shoulder blades move as part of the arm. We don't want to create unnecessary tension for our neck, but we do want mobile shoulder blades. So next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. We'll tuck the toes and come up to down dog. And here's uh, some, some play with that. Press your hands down and forward through the thumb and first finger knuckle. Then press out through the ring and pinky finger knuckle. And so you feel the shoulder blade sliding toward your ears, but not in stress or strain, just because you're reaching through your arms. And then when you add that reach through the pinky and ring finger, that spreading of the back, the space between the back and the arms increases. You get breath in. Breath all the way out. Send your outer hips up and back. And then on an inhale, you're going to come forward to a high plank. 
And here, essentially, it's like the the hands out in front of you, the hands at shoulder height or shoulder level. Right? And so the shoulders are, are no longer kind of climbing up around the neck in this pose. Draw your heart forward. Float the back of your head up. Feel the length in your neck, the space around the skirt of the neck. Then we're going to go knees down and go chest down. And the arms beside you, reaching back for the locust. And feel how when you reach back through your fingers and you reach down through the arms right, or reach uh, at your sides, right, the arms in their natural Shoulder blades slide even further away from the neck, making more space. Reach forward to the tips of your ears. Breath in. And then breath out. Slow release of this down. Turn a cheek to one side. And rest here with the arms beside you or at your sides. We're going to bend the knees. And let the feet rock side to side. Just really nice, lazy, you know, rocking. Just feel good rocking. Good. Going back to center and feet to the mat. Hands underneath your elbows. So down by your, your lower ribs. Your lower ribs. I'm going to hug the elbows in toward the body. Slide the elbows back. We got cobra. Breathe here. And then breathe out. Slow release down. Turn your cheek to the other side. Breath in. Breath out. Press your hands back and down. Like, like grab with your fingertips and pull back. Pull elbows back. Hug the elbows in. And then slow release down. We're going to press up to hands and knees. And back to down dog. Once again, reach through your arms. Feel the shoulder blades moving away from the back. Right? The outer hips moving up and back, making a lot of space along the back. Reach the ring and pinky fingertip to really create strong frame in the arms. Reach through the thumb and first finger to balance that. And then we'll look forward. Walk forward into ragdoll. And you'll bend your knees, rest your chest on your thighs. Wrap your arms around each other. Let your elbows get heavy toward the floor. Here's another place right, where uh, essentially, if we were upright, our arms would be overhead. Right? Right. Our shoulders can slide down with the kind of weight of the arms. Right? And breath in and breath out. Release your hands to the mat. And uh, if you've got a strap around, if you still have that strap around, bring the strap between the hands. So you take the hands up toward your hips and the strap between the hands would be at your low back. right? And uh, you may find it better to clasp your hands. That's totally cool. We're going to now squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another and up your back. Okay, so now that we've got the arms in this kind of locust-like position where the arms are going behind the body, we want the shoulder blades to go uh, toward the hips rather than toward the head. Right? So your hands holding the strap, you can now let the arms move behind you. Right? As you do, you keep drawing your shoulder blades up the back. So essentially, even though we're we're in a different position, this is locust pose. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, this makes sense. Right? This 
uh, arrangement of the arms, his shoulder blades pulling toward your hips, right? The other one, right, was arms overhead, more like child's pose, right, or down dog, which doesn't seem like that because we're in a totally different shape, but the anatomy is the same, right? So arms down behind, shoulder blades move away from your neck. The arms in front, shoulder blades move kind of toward the head, right? Neither one of them has to be stressful. So if you're finding stress is involved, you can loosen something up. Okay. All right. And release your strap, release your hands. Public service announcement about shoulders and neck is over. You can uh, walk your feet together and rise up to stand mountain pose. We can never get out of here with at least one anatomy talk. I'm not sorry. Bring hands to heart center and pause. We'll refocus into a meditative mode. But, but perhaps you learn something that's going to be useful. Right? Because as we use our, our postures to get in touch with our body, right? a little head knowledge is appropriate. And empty your breath here. And then on your inhale, you'll reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms as the arms go up and out. You can feel the shoulder blades rise and exhale, bow forward. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back and toe heel your feet hip distance apart. We're going to step the right leg back, low lunge. You're going to walk your hands around into a straddle. And bend into your right knee, side lunge. Come back to center and then bend into your left knee side lunge. Good. Come back to center in a straddle. Then exhale, bend both knees into a squat with hands down or up your choose. And then lift your hips, walk your hands around toward the front of the mat. We'll step back, high plank to the floor, all the way down. Take Cobra. Release slowly. Press up to hands and knees. Press back to down dog. When you inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. When you exhale, draw your right knee in toward your chest. A big step into a low lunge. And you're just going to walk around into that straddle again. When you exhale, bend into the left knee. When you inhale and center, exhale, bend into the right knee. Good. Inhale, come center. Exhale, bend into both knees. Inhale, straighten. And exhale, you'll walk your hands around. We're at the front of the mat, right foot's in front. You're going to step the back foot up. We all made it. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold. Do that again. Breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose, extend. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway and heel toe your feet apart. And then left leg's going back into the low lunge. 
We're going to walk the hands around into a straddle. Good. We're going to bend into your left knee. Come center and bend into the other side. Good. Center. Bend both knees. And lift. Walk your hands around to the front of the mat. I'm going to step back, high low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. And take your left leg up and back behind you. And bring left knee into your chest, big step. And walk around into the straddle. Bend into your right. Yeah, either one. We're going to do both. And back to center. And bend into the left. And back at center. Bend both knees. Breathe in, straighten the legs. Walk your hands around toward the front of the mat and step up, be together, breathe in, and breathe all the way out. We go sun A, press your feet down, breathe in and reach up. Breathe out, bow forward, so it's a really simple meditation in motion. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out full. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. And breathe out full. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. And a low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, forward. One more round, you and your breath. Breathe in, reach up. We're going to meet up in down dog. Follow this with exhale. And inhale. And exhale. Inhale. 
Exhale the down dog. Pause with yourself here. Open your mouth to let your breath out. We're going to look forward to the hands and walk or lightly hop up there. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Breathe in, reach up to stand, mountain pose. I'm going to go with you so we got left and right correct. Hands to heart center. Bring the right foot up. Just let's go, let's go inner calf, inner shin, somewhere kind of a kind of modest as far as the height. And then right hand to the inner thigh, press back. Okay. Left hand's gonna come around to the back of the hip and just press a little forward. So the right hip moving forward, the right thigh moving back. Right. Then engage the glute muscles under the hand to keep the action. And then for the, the action of the leg, not so much the inner thighs are gonna make the action, but it's the outer thigh. So bring your hand to the outside of the leg, press the leg back into the hand. So now you've got glute muscles pressing forward, outer thigh muscles reaching or pulling back. We're gonna reach the arms overhead. Leg is probably on fire, but both legs is probably on fire. Breathe in, heart high. The arms are in front of your face, uh, just see in your peripheral vision, you might lace your fingers, press your palms up. As you do that, the shoulder blades will rise. You'll be making space along your back. They're not going to tighten in, but they may rise. And breath here. And then breath out. We'll go hands to heart, foot to mat. Pause deeply here. You got a lot of sensations going on. Feel them. Listen. Right? Just have a conversation with yourself. Be here for it. Some things feel really, really alive and bright right now. We sometimes try to just shake those off, but there are all those signs that you are really alive, that you have a functioning nervous system, something to be grateful for. And other side, we're gonna ground your right foot and then left foot just somewhere again, just somewhere kind of modest so that you can you can really dial into this action here of left hand to the inside of the thigh, press it back. Right hand around to the uh, left bum cheek, press it forward. And that squeeze of, well, standing leg is squeezing for sure. Right? But this action that the hand is doing right now, give that to glute muscles. It doesn't take a lot. And then uh, the hand that's on the thigh that's pressing back, take it to the outside of the thigh, use that to draw the leg bone back. And once everything's good and toasty there, like the arms up right? and uh, the arms up, you don't have to raise them high. You could have the uh, the shoulders just neutral. We're not trying to pull them down. We don't wanna try to, to move against the arms. It could be neutral, but if you wanna reach, right, you're gonna let the body get long. You're gonna let the shoulder blades move up. That's gonna pull your, your lat muscles long, your side bodies long. Clear out the side channels really nicely. Squeeze the arms, press the palms up. 
and the arms, or as long as they're in front of the face, this is going to be totally fine. They try to come back here, it's going to be really hard. Collarbone's going to be all janky. Technical term. Arms in front. Press up. And then hands to heart center. Put to the mat and just pause and feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the reason we didn't do that bind in the hands for so long, we, we used to do it. It was really collarbone janky. I couldn't figure out why people's collarbones just looked all up in their nose. And uh, it's because you're trying to pull the arms back too far. But now that you're all wiser and uh, more well uh, attuned, we won't do that. That was awesome. On your next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. Have a seat. And have your feet, just check this hip distance. So if your heels are in line with your sitting bones, that's hip distance. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then there's, there's obviously there's mat distance. And there's somewhere in between this hip and mat distance, right? For our back bends, we want to be somewhere in between. You, you could be feet, uh, hip distance in parallel. That's pretty tight, I'm going to say. That's like a pretty, that's a pretty tight measure of, of it. So let's do this. Go out one, just like toe heel them out one. And uh, that, keep, come down onto your back. See if you can just keep the feet where they are, planted. And then experiment here. We're going to turn the toes just slightly out. And just as you're here, uh, just feel where your feet are, your ankles, and your knees. By feet, ankles, knees. If your feet turned out, feel like, wow, this is like just more space for my low back than I've ever experienced lying here preparing for bridge. Cool. You stayed like this. If it feels like, I don't know what she's talking about. That doesn't make any sense to me. Go ahead and uh, feet parallel. Then reassess. Like if you're like, oh, wow, okay. I feel now that my low back feels a little uh, compressed. That's your signal. Toes a little out. Right. So you can play with that, like do a little windshield wiper action here. Just see what you prefer. It's like the eye doctor test, you know, the uh, little uh, like uh, just kind of switch it out and then try it once more, you know. And uh, if, if you're just like, it doesn't matter, <laughs> like most of those eye doctor tests, I don't know which one, <laughs> then go with parallel. That's the aesthetically uh, pleasing thing. Um, that's all it is. It's just about aesthetics. Right. So we're not about that here. We don't, we want your knees, your low back, all that to be healthy. So second thing we're going to do, you're going to step your heels in like one heel step. So you feel like your heels are underneath your knees, right? Now they may or may not be, it doesn't matter if they technically are, but you feel that your heels and knees are lined up. If you feel that it's good enough, press your feet down, come on up for bridge, right? Feet pressing in, arm bones pressing in, back of your head pressing in, right? Yeah. 
And then you can start walking your shoulder blades together underneath you. You can clasp your hands. You don't have to do any of those things. The, uh, the, the complete bridge pose is the one in which you feel expansive through the front side of your body. You're breathing well. You're happy and enjoying your life. Right? Working to a degree that's good for you. Right? But uh, Same thing here if the arms are going a little behind you. But you're lacing the fingers. Shoulder blades are pulling down. So they're moving away from your neck. You might try just kind of like uh, saying, can I walk a little further away from my neck? That's going to give you a little more space in this pose. Breath in. And then slowly make your way down. Super nice. Walk your feet wide to the edges of the mat and then give yourself like some windshield wipers for real. So not just the kind that we're using to uh, kind of make space between poses, but like just side to side, feel real good. And then knees over to the right. Next time you're there, you're going to stay and you're going to roll onto your right side as we did earlier, but come up onto your hands for deer. So deer pose will be facing the back wall or you at home facing whatever wall you consider the back. And uh, you can be up on your hands. You can come down to your forearms. You could be on right forearm and extend the left arm out in the dramatic deer. Uh, so feet are just about mat distance apart. You can't really see them. Don't worry about looking, but uh, you can feel the edges of your mat for sure. You can feel that with your feet. Uh, another thing you can do is once you've been here for a while, you know you like it, you want a little more, start walking your hands back over toward that other corner back there. Yeah, just keep going across. Going across your mat until you just reach your point of ideal deer pose, peak deer. Like just get there, you breathe. And on your inhale, come out of that, unwind it, come on back through center, and just take a moment at center. Realign yourself. You got hips. You got a rib cage. You got a head, and they're all in one line. Your feet are out at the edges of the mat, and the knees are moving over to the left. Now you feel that, and you're on your. You roll onto your left shoulder. Come up to your hands or your forearms. One of each. Give this a moment. I mean, there's a lot going on here to process. Right, just a sensory processing. It just takes a moment. And then if you are really enjoying what's going on and want to deepen it, you just do that step by step and enjoy the nuances along the way. Breathe. Undo this, slowly come back to center. You're going to hug knees into chest when you get there. Align yourself well, hips, rib cage, back of your head. Nose to knees and knees to nose. 
you know, rock your way up to seated or press your way up to seated. We're going to take Baddha butterfly. So soles of the feet together, catch hold of your shins, sit tall, and bow. All right. Arms to the insides of the legs if you want a little more of that opening like we were doing in tree pose, the inner thigh opening, it's there for you. Also, if you want a little more inner thigh opening, a little hip opening, another pose that could be there for you is frog. So if you're in this room, we're going to turn toward the love wall. In your room, you can turn whatever side you want. We're going to turn toward the love wall. Uh, you can take both knees on your mat. I'm going to go one on and one off because my mat's different than yours. Uh, differently organized. But if you prefer the floor, you could be on the floor. Uh, it is not sweaty enough to give you the warning that you can't be on the floor. Uh, sometimes it is. <laughs> Um, although I will say that, that my teacher used to put uh, towels underneath our knees so that we could slide even further on the floor because he was a nice guy. <laughs> uh, he also had us do this for like 45 minutes at a time, uh, which I'm going to say it's like a breakthrough experience. It's like a hero's journey on uh, mushrooms. It is <laughs> like the uh, <laughs> I will at this point zip my lips about uh, drug use and <laughs> hope that my mom doesn't listen to this podcast. caveat that if you're going to do a hero's journey of anything do it with an expert uh, there are people there who could take you through that thing like don't do it alone don't be alone like 45 minute frog or or <laughs> like, just always be with an expert can you imagine doing a 45 minute frog on your own <laughs> breath in breath out Wherever you are, you're just going to slowly come out of that thing. Just respecting that your body's giving you some openness. You want to keep it that way. Treat it gently. And we're going to come down onto the back. And usually after a little hip opening time, what's really nice is a bridge pose or a wheel pose. Then again, your body might have something in mind, like a knee to chest or otherwise. Feel free to go with that. Breath in, breath out. One more breath in through your nose. You stay in whatever pose you got, let it out through your mouth. And then slowly make your way to Shavasana. So deep breath. If you have any completion poses you would like to take along the way, by all means. If you're ready to be still and just receive, be still and receive. And enjoy your life. Just some quiet moments to, to be in wonderment and gratitude for this being that you are.
this body that carries that being through this life. wiggling your fingers, then your toes, 
to your comfortable side for you, making your way to seated as you're bedding. You're very lucky the dog will talk to you. Big shoulder shrug here, bring them up to your ears. Back and away and down. Let the center of your chest lift up. Pause, feel the space there. Bring hands together. Heart center, gesture of acknowledgement. Spaciousness of our hearts. Thumbs to forehead center, to goodness of our minds. That's excellent, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Well done. And if you'd like to support this podcast, everybody great. And Gibbs was the only one who cried. So uh, thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste. Have an excellent evening. Good stuff. Mm-hmm.